if you are an empath and you are walking around and you are picking up on everyone's feelings because you think that that makes you more something, I have news for you. That is not good. (laughs) Right. Or, Or you feel like makes you more something or it feels like you should or it's your responsibility. Hi, I'm Andrea Neville. And I'm Jessica Paschke. We're two mediums whose spiritual experiences have been quite the adventure. We've discovered that sometimes the adventure is wonderful and unexpected, and sometimes it's downright uncomfortable. Join us as we chat about our own adventures and answer your questions about spirit, giving you specific tools and practices you can use to bring clarity and connection into your everyday life. Welcome to Adventures with Spirit. We are almost to the end of the season. And throughout the season, we have chatted a lot about the different ways your intuition and spirit can express themselves. And this past season, we've covered things like psychics, mediumship, angel mediums, psychopomps, empaths, the list goes on. But we haven't chatted about something that is very real and very important. And it's one of the number one things I wish I would have known about from the very beginning. And it's called intuitive burnout. And I'm sure you've had experience with this, Andrea, because I think we all have had experiences with yeah, this. We, yes. And I'm sitting, I'm shaking my head. Yes. Nobody can see that. Um, <laughs> wish I would have known from the very beginning. Right. I mean, right. So, and for everybody listening, because I know not everyone is a practitioner. Um, intuitive burnout, you're thinking of practitioner. I know we are, but it's also for anyone who's using their intuition on a regular basis. Right. Right. It's a thing. It's a yeah, thing. It's, it's a thing and it's real and it's. Oof. Yeah. Because That's... intuitives and empaths are so sensitive to energy. Like we can just be going along and then just like hit a wall, you know? <laughs> yes. So this, right. So everyday regular people, you're going to hit, when I say regular, I mean, all of us going through our regular lives, you're going to hit the wall when you're taking in, let's say other people's stuff, the energies around you, the world energy, mm-hmm. it's rough. It is. And it's it rough. can cause like physical and emotional symptoms. It right? can. So, so really it, you know, if intuitive burnout, you're overtaxing your psychic and your intuitive energy, mm-hmm. and that can cause physical and emotional symptoms, which in the long term can cause harm truly to your body. This is true. I used to have the worst time with my stomach when I first started out and I didn't realize the two were connected, but I'm getting ahead of myself. We can talk about that in a minute. Yeah. So, so I would say, why does it happen, Jessica? So it happens when we aren't really leaving the space to take care of ourselves, right? Yeah. Like both inside and outside. So this, this is, I hate to use the term self-care because self-care has kind of become cliche different. and it doesn't really, yeah. it's different, <laughs> but, but this is when we push ourselves too hard. Mm-hmm. Um, when we don't have really good intuitive or empathic hygiene, right? We're leaving ourselves too open all of the time, right? Overextending ourselves with no filter, being ungrounded for long periods of time, which I know we're all guilty of. And, Mm -hmm. And this is the thing, leaving our intuition on full throttle all of the time. That is such a big no, no, no. Oh, and I know I hear people say, you know, I just want to be open all the time or I'm open all the time. And as soon as I hear that, I'm like, oh, huge red flag. Huge red flag. Huge. If you're, this is real y'all, but if you are yeah. an empath and you are walking around and you are picking up on everyone's feelings because you think that that makes you more something, 
I have news for you. That is not good. <laughs> right. Or, or you feel like makes you more something or it feels like you should, or it's your responsibility or, yeah. I mean, people who do readings or get intuitive hits, if you're walking around and just walking up to people and randomly, which is a whole nother conversation. However, that's on all the time and it's not good for you. It's just yeah. not good for you. Yeah. So no one needs that in the frozen food aisle no, at the grocery store. <laughs> there we are in that grocery store again. You're uh, just going to have to choose that broccoli without your yeah. intuition and your psychic ability. You are. So <laughs> what happens, there are certain physical and emotional things that, you know, show up when you're burned out. And really, I like the word burnout because it's very clear. So it can feel like you're coming down with something. So body aches, fatigue, lethargy, which is different than fatigue, right? It's just so bone deep, um, yeah. stomach aches, headaches, um, nausea. Yes. Yeah, I could go yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> what else, Jessica? You can be cranky. Yes. Quick, quick temper, mm-hmm. lots of crying, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, lots of mood swings. For me, it can come a, a couple different ways. I can just feel drained and blah, or it can come in my stomach. My stomach is like, I know if I start getting stomach aches and I don't know why that I've, I need to pull myself back and figure out what, what, what has gone awry. Yeah. yeah something's something's awry. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, so what are some ways that, um, you know, that, you know, so, you know, from your stomach, um, and I sleep a lot more, I eat okay. more God, when I well, start see, eating me too, <laughs> but now when I'm reading, I, I know some readers don't eat when they read. I, when I read or do any sort of energy work, I am starving. Like why you're doing it? Oh my gosh. Yes. Seriously? After, oh, that's yes. too funny. Like protein. After I'm hungry. And and protein. So I have to go, like when I don't have time, you know, I don't have time between my clients. I'm, I'm rolling through in a good way, everybody. Um, like I grab some cashews or something just to kind of eat and run because yep. my system is just burning constantly. But then at the end of the day, I'm wiped out. Right. And right. you know, I had someone... Keeping working or keeping that intuition going or reading as we're doing every day, it's just, it's hard. And I will tell you when I was younger, maybe it's my age, but I, I would read seven or eight hours straight, two or three days in a row. And I will tell you that I would end up in bed. Like I, I felt like I had been run over by a bus. Yeah. It was horrible. It's a psychic hangover. Yeah. And And I won't do it now. I refuse. Well, yeah, there's no reason you should I got do that smarter. to your body. Yeah, yeah. I got smarter. <laughs> we learned right. wisdom. I, was, I right? was trying to meet other people's expectations, which right there is already a problem. Right. Well, and I think too, like when you're have that psychic hangover or you have that intuitive burnout, you try to make up for it, right? You try to make up for the lack of energy and yeah. the ungroundedness by sleeping a ton, eating a yep. ton, eating a ton, right? Trying to like boost your energy when mm-hmm. in reality avoiding it in the first place is so much easier than trying to crawl out of it. Yes. You know, I do not work eight hours straight. Absolutely not. I mean, at some point you're going to encounter this by accident, especially if you're actively working on your intuition. It's like you, you, you will reach a point where you will figure out what that fine line is, right? Like you did. I cannot do eight hours, but I can do what a four or five or whatever it is for you. Or I'm going, or anybody who's just going around in their day. And we've talked about ways to tune into your intuition and connect with your spirit guides. And we 100% encourage that. Please do that. Bring spirit into your life. But if you are actively open or reaching out most of the time, you're doing yourself a disservice and you actually 
reduce the level that your frequency, you lower it. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And then you're not, you're not helping anybody. Right. So what do you, so you said you, you nosh on a little bit of protein throughout the day, but what else do you do when you're feeling burned out? Like let, you know, like what, what do you do when you realize you're approaching this intuitive burnout? I learned this just in the past couple years. And I have to say, Jessica, you and um, our other friend really helped me realize that take a week off from readings. Oh yeah. So like, I'm not, you know, and so if I'm off for a week, which is every few months, you know, whatever I'm trying to do, I'm still working. I'm doing all the back end. I'm responding to everybody. Like I'm working my eight, 10 hour days every single day, but I'm not actively reading. And when I get to a point now where I know I'm like, I know I'm, I'm happy or something. I have a day off. I'm like, okay, girlfriend, time to step back, <laughs> right? take two or three days off of not reading. And that's, that's really important. Um, you have to, oh, which I have not been doing, which means I'm in burnout. You, you have to keep, <laughs> oh, she just had epiphany. <laughs> you should look at, she can see my face or I'm just like, oh, you have to keep your body in good tune, right? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. That those walks outside, taking those walks and being really grounded, resting, just kind of, it's hard to turn off your brain. Everybody understands this, right? Because you're always thinking, right? You're thinking even when you think you're resting. So I have also discovered mind-numbing activities, which is usually watching some silly little Netflix show or something that I would never normally, but I literally space out. So I'm not thinking. So I can do that for a half an hour. Yeah. I just really made you coming back, taking care of your body is such an important thing because your body is part of your intuitive self. So if you want your intuitive self to work, you need to take care of your body. Right. And the first thing that goes, I think for a lot of people is physical care when you're stressed. Well, mine went over. I'm sorry, this whole COVID thing, like I'm not, yes, (laughs) I'm in trouble. Yeah. (laughs) You know, so like Andrea was saying, Gentle movement, walks yes. in nature, yes. um, you know, and stretching, anything to move that stagnant yoga. energy out you of your yoga, body. Right, I Jessica? Do yoga. Yeah. 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 And it can really help turn things around quickly because we carry we carry a lot of stagnant energy around when we get to that burnout point and we're forgetting to process that through. Uh, drinking water is huge, simple, but huge. I drink a lot um, of water. If I get through the day and I haven't had enough water, I know I'm approaching intuitive burnout. Like my, yeah. I forget to drink water. I know that sounds so dumb, oh. <laughs> but that's like one of my things I forget. I think eating, if you have the ability to eating some kind of fresh food, like, you know what I mean? Not any, it doesn't have to look any one way, just something fresh, you know, that isn't processed too much. Mm-hmm. Sleeping is helpful for sure. You know, I know mm-hmm. that when yeah. I get really tired, getting those little naps in if you can yeah, and, or meditation and meditation with the intent to like recharge, mm-hmm. refill, clear your energy for sure. I think all of those things really help. I also think that in addition to that, you have to, like you said, you're taking a week off with no readings, right? Every once in a while, and you have to leave adequate time to process all your work, your emotions, the energy around you, you know, because we just need more. We, we, we need more space. We feel more, we know more, we see more than the average person. And we mm-hmm. need to leave this space to process that well, Jessica, amount of information. A, it's a good point. You're making me think here again, which I love. So while we're, and, and we're talking about us as readers, but this is truly for everyone. So yeah. as we're reading, 
and we're processing for everyone else with everyone else. We're also doing our own work. Like I have been doing so much personal inner work right now. Yes. And so it's like, we are double, triple timing and we really do need that hot minute. So I will, in full disclosure, I looked at my calendar and I saw a day where I had to make an appointment and I looked and I was like, oh, I don't have any clients booked that day. So I am going to take the day off. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do my appointment, but I'm not going to, will I be working? Probably, but not doing readings. I call and it maybe taking I, a day to be human. Yeah. <laughs> and what if I get super crazy and don't work at all that day? I don't know. I know. We'll see. <laughs> but that would be, actually, that would be the healthiest thing to do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I take, I take Sundays and just be human. Yeah. I don't look at my email. I don't look at anything that relates with work. I don't work on work, even if it means like Sundays are, are the day that I just want to be a mom, play board games, go outside, hang out with the dog, be human, right? Mm. Be human. It's good stuff. It is. And I find that I, I come back into the week so much more. That's not why I do it. I don't come back so I can work harder. I come back so that I like being human on Monday, you know, right? you know, Mm -hmm. um, but I, you know, like you said, you watch Netflix, right? I make space to be alone. I need a lot of alone time. Yeah. Well, I'm always alone. I mean, like I said that with joy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I, I have to start my day alone. (laughs) Yes. I have to start my day alone and I have to end my day alone. And they, I did say have to. Yeah. And giving yourself space to be alone allows you to figure out what you're feeling. So, you know, when you're going into another room that it's not, it's not yours, you know, where you end and they begin. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I love a salt bath or a foot bath or a salt spray to just kind of clear junk away. You know, I'm a big journaler. Yeah, you are. uh, A lot of times I process through the act of journaling. Um, and holding space just to like dump all that information off. So much goes on. You know, I, I really think about it, y'all. If if you are working on your intuition and you're working on your clairs, right? And you're working mm-hmm. on seeing more, feeling more, hearing more, knowing more, smelling more, tasting more, right? That translates into everyday life. You are going to start to see more colors and see things differently, hear more sounds. You're going to, you know what I mean? So you Mm -hmm. really do need to, you are picking up more information all the time and you really need the space to dump that information, you know, like get, get rid of it because, because you're just, it's just more like, I think you just get more sensitive, not just intuitively, but like as a human being. Well, and I also think you're not always aware of it. Right. You know, you're not actively thinking, oh, I just walked in this room and it's a lot and I don't know why. And, oh, now I feel this way, but it's because you're working on your intuition and developing it, mm-hmm. or you're just naturally good at it. Right. Yeah. And in touch with that intuition. So it happens. Oh, it just happens. And for me, I, um, I love acupuncture. There is another I'm doing right now. Um, Shiatsu Shin tea treatments. Don't ask me to explain what it is, but it is amazing for me. So I'm going, you know, that's how I hit reset. Yeah. So that I don't have in- intuitive burnout. Yeah. I go to the beach. Yeah. Oh, that too. Yeah. I'm just lucky. That's where I live. See, so I can go. But yeah. I just, but I get to the point like where I need scared. somebody else to help. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I do. I just asked you yesterday to help. 
Yes. Yeah. Clear me up because I was having a problem and I couldn't fix it myself. Right. So while we are talking about things you can do on your own, sometimes it really is helpful to go to that Reiki master, that acupuncturist, that whatever, the outside healer to help facilitate a space where you can let go of some of your stuff. Yeah. Um, The burnout and recharge. It really is Mm -hmm. about resting and recharging and Mm -hmm. clearing out those. If you do those three things and whatever order you want to, it's going to make a huge difference. Now, one thing we haven't talked about is um, boundaries, Jessica. Boundaries. (laughs) One of Jessica's (laughs) favorite things. Um, She's not even being sarcastic. I really have a thing with boundaries. Yeah. It's, it is. It's important. Life works better. It does. (laughs) And it's interesting. The boundaries have been coming up a lot for me lately, because even when you put the boundaries down, the only one who can enforce the boundaries is you. Like you can't expect anyone to respect your boundaries. I was just writing about this in my newsletter from that's coming out this month. And I was reading the new Brene Brown book, Atlas Atlas of the Heart. Heart. Yeah, I I haven't started that yet. She was talking about boundaries and how with boundaries, not only do you have to tell people what is not okay, you have Mm -hmm. to tell them what is okay. It's okay. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that, is so critical, right? Like, Mm -hmm. because it gives them a way then to to move with you, right? You know, like, here's what I don't want, but here's what I want. And then it allows them the space to to do that. But I think boundaries in that way, but also energetic boundaries, like we were talking about before, Mm -hmm. where you're not open all the time, you're closing that door, you're being human, right? Mm -hmm. You're not, you know, giving readings until you burn out. You're not like whatever you need to do, I think it's important. The both kinds of boundaries are are really important. Important. And I think the way that you kind of figure out what your boundaries are is being mindful. Like that mindful awareness, don't you think is Mm -hmm. key? No, I do. You know, I do. If you know how you're feeling in the moment or as an overall, then then that that's paying attention and being mindful. And then you work from there. Yeah. I have key things that my husband will call me out on. Okay. So I'll start saying, oh, I'm just being so lazy or I'm so mm-hmm. tired. I'm so over it. I just I have heard you say in. that over it. <laughs> <laughs> See, these are my key words that I know that I'm approaching burnout. I'm not there okay. yet. Okay. Right. But I have certain phrases that I say that are an alert to me. Right. That I'm like, oh, I'm not a lazy person. No, <laughs> I work my butt off. You do. So if I say, God, I'm just being so lazy. Ding, 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 red flag, red mm-hmm. flag. You mm-hmm. know? I so think mine like, is tired. Know. I have to take it tired. Like when I'm bone weary, tired, yeah. then I know it's more than granted. Maybe I didn't eat well that day, or maybe I didn't sleep well, but it's different. It's like, but you can even hear it in my voice. Here's the thing. There we go. Like right. it's, of course it's allergy it's starting season. to become physical. Yes. Right? My voice yeah. is different today and it's just, it's deep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And you may have triggers too, like where you're going along and you're fine, but then you're in a large group, right? That's a trigger. can be a trigger for some people, big collective issues, issues with the collective, like what's happening right now. Um, World cage. Yes. Yep. Can, can trigger things or stress for long periods of time. No, none of us have gone through that in the last couple of years. Never. (laughs) You know, trauma, right? Mm -hmm. Trauma can trigger it. Transitions. 
It makes you know. me think of, um, I'm going to tell you a story. So <laughs> I love going to live music concerts. Love mm. it. It's one of the things I've always done. I still do. I tell this to Jessica and she's horrified by the thought because of course <laughs> it would be overload for her, which I understand. So I went to several recently, like I was packed for a week or so. And I'm always in my joy when I'm there, but I went into one, I'm thinking of the large groups and how you don't even realize what's going on around you. There was something off and I don't know what it was. I was enjoying the show. Everybody was enjoying the show, but the energy was jacked to the point that I, I was with my daughter cause she's my concert buddy. And, um, I looked at her and she looked at me, she was like, something's off. And I was like, okay, it's not just me. Right. So I yeah. threw up protection. Like I cleared us, I threw up protection and went on with the show and enjoyed the show. But there was something in that group or in that that space, space that was um, and I'd seen this band before, which I'm not going to mention because I don't want it to be personal, um, before and really enjoyed them. Uh, but it it was really, really uncomfortable. And we couldn't wait to get out of there and take a shower. You know, Interesting. Like, and yeah. that shower is a reset. Yeah. That gets, helps with the burnout and, and calm down your intuition and clear your energy. Yeah, definitely. And Those you know, sometimes, yeah, sometimes it's the triggers are just a million little small things that add up yeah. into like something bigger, right? Yep. So you may not even be able to pinpoint what happened because it no. may be just small things layering, 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 layering until you just suck dry and you just can't. You just can't you even just can't. anymore. You can't even anymore. <laughs> I say that as well. I just can't even anymore. You do. You do. And if you feel that way, again, I have to say, I know it's the third or fourth time, but I know we have such a neglected group of listeners, which I love. And thank you all for reaching out and letting us know who you are. You don't have to be a practitioner no. for this to happen to you. And if you are a practitioner, Put this early on in your practice, in your education and Figure learning it because out. it will save you. Right. Yeah. Should we run them through like an exercise yes. they can use yes. to recharge their energy? We like an exercise. We like a tool. Do you want do you to want do? To, do you want me to do? Or you want to do it? Oh, it doesn't matter. I mean, I know that you like, let's do light bathing. And I know you love that. I do like to like, so, yeah, I just I mean, did that with thing. my spirit guide mastery class. We were like bathing. Right. So, so I'll just go along for the journey. So let's just chat a little bit about light bathing really quickly. Okay. Um, the term light bathing I got from Kyle Gray, because that's what he calls it. And I love it, but it's very similar to sitting in your power. It's very similar to like running, I don't know, maybe not running your energy, but like, yeah. it's like, think of it like a battery recharge, right? Like you're like right. a cell phone and you're plugging in and you're taking that spirit light down into you and like allowing it to recharge you like on yeah. all levels. There's connecting other people would yeah. say connecting to the higher realms and then pulling yeah. that energy Universe, through. Whatever. You could light bathe, star bathe, sun bathe. You yep. can pick whatever moonlight bathe, whatever light appeals to you put it mm -hmm. on in this thing. Okay. Cause some of my people love to like imagine starlight, right. Or moonlight. Cause that is their love language while others enjoy sun. Why others just like to imagine a white light coming down from the center of the universe. Like, mm -hmm. I don't care what your light looks like. <laughs> you know, Right. Because but, it's yours. It's your light. It's yours. But the idea is we're going to think of it like a cell phone battery recharge. Right. And so before we even start to light bathe, I want to take a moment and have you check in with where you're at, right? Mindful awareness. So close your eyes 
take a deep breath in. And for some of you, it may be imagining a cell phone battery, right? Or knowing a cell phone battery, seeing a cell phone battery. For some of you, it could be a number, like on a scale of one to 10, how charged are you? 10 being the most charged, one being the least. However you work, imagine that cell phone battery or ask for that number about how charged you are, right? Are you fully charged at a 10 or are you low charged at like a two or a one or a zero? And you can even go negative with that. No shame. We've all been there. <laughs> negative 624. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> you know, but the idea is just kind of tuning into that. Once you have that number or that image, right, of where your soul battery is at, I want you to just relax into wherever you're at. Probably not driving. <laughs> so relax into your chair, relax, lay on the floor, lay in your bed. It doesn't matter. And take a few deep breaths and just allow yourself to soften. Allow yourself to soften. And you're going to use your imagination. You're going to use your imagination and you're going to imagine and invite in, give permission to a beautiful, brilliant light to wash over you. This light may be from the stars or the moon or the sun. It may come from the heart of the universe itself. But this is the most high vibrational, loving, beautiful energy. And it is washing over your entire being, your physical being, your emotional being, your mental being, your spiritual being. It's washing over you and through you. And it's filling you up. And you can feel it. You can feel that recharging. And it may feel like it keeps flowing into you and it's like flowing into a void. That's okay. You're just going to need a little bit more light today. And you can adjust the flow of this. You can make it full on flow where it's gushing in. You can slow it down to a trickle. Whatever feels the most comfortable for you you have control over it, but it's this gorgeous energy from the essence of the universe, right? Spirit itself. And you may feel it start to fill your toes and your ankles, almost like water pouring into your crown chakra, filling you up, charging you, Filling you up past your knees and into your thighs, your hips. Flowing into your torso and your heart space, your chest. Up through your arms, into your elbows, your forearms, your wrists, the palms of your hands. Through your neck up through your face, your ears, your eyes, your forehead, and out the top. You're like a cup that overfloweth. This energy just fills you up. And you feel that number or that battery start to fill up. You feel that level start to rise. 
and you invite the energy to continue to fill you to the absolute perfect amount for you until you're perfectly balanced and charged. And you can continue to soak this energy up for as long as you need to until you feel like you've reached that level. And when you're ready, take a moment, send gratitude for that light, gratitude to source, and then check in before you kind of start moving around. Where were you at? And ask where you are now on a scale of one to 10 or looking at your battery, where are you now? So if you were a two and now you're six, that's great. Maybe you'll tune back in and do a little more light bathing to boost that up. Or maybe that feels okay for right now. It's totally up to you. Just figure out where you want to be. And you can do this as many times during the day as you need to. So if you're feeling like there's always a period of the day where you dip a little bit, you can charge up. For those of you who are practitioners, I love to light bathe before I start a reading because I like to build that energy above and beyond so that I can connect more easily with spirit. I, for me, I don't know about you, I Andrea. As well. I always I do like a version of a light bath. Yes. Yeah. And then at the end, of my day, I check in and see where am I at? And I actually light bathe again to bring up my energies to the perfect level for being human. Cause I don't want to be depleted, right? I don't want to use all that energy for all of those amazing people I got to read for and then walk around like dragging, right. <laughs> which would floor. be intuitive burnout. Right. So then I boost it again. So I light bathe at the beginning of my day and light bathe at the end of, for those of you who, who do readings so that you bring it up, boost it up. Right. Yep. Yeah. Good. Now that totally relaxed me. I was yawning the whole time in a good way. You know, the yawns <laughs> that you're filling Clearing. yourself up and your body's mm-hmm. integrating it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I, I, I always say, Hey, Jessica, don't you want to do this? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all think I'm shy. I'm just being smart. <laughs> doing the heavy lifting. <laughs> yeah. So on that note, um, intuitive burnout is for everyone. And let's try to just really, as you adventure on, take good care of yourself so that it doesn't become a physical or emotional manifestation that hurts you. Yes. Right? And share with us your intuitive burnout stories, yeah. you know, send us your stories, send us your questions about it. What do you do when you feel like you're reaching that burnout point. Like, how do you know? And then what do you do? We'd love to hear it. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for being a part of today's Adventure with Spirit. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. We'd love it if you left a review. Visit our website at adventureswithspirit.com to find out more information and submit a question for the chance to be featured in a future episode. Like what you heard? Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Andrea Neville Psychic Medium and at Intuitive by the Sea for more inspiring content. Here's to being adventurous.